Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. The first Chicagoans got the vaccine against COVID-19 exactly 20 days ago. All right. So we applaud? I think so. Okay. We'll get a we'll we'll get a band-aid on and move to our next pair. That was Dr. Allison Arwoody, Chicago's Commissioner of Public Health. She was excited. Actually, we were all excited. It felt like we were really turning a corner in the fight against this deadly virus. The federal government estimated 20 million Americans would receive their first dose of the vaccine by the end of 2020. That number now stands at around 4.2 million. So what exactly is going on and what's happening specifically in Chicago and Illinois? Joining us now is the aforementioned Dr. Allison Arwoody. Doctor, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me. First, the U.S. started out the new year with a grim milestone, doctor, surpassing 20 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. How is Chicago faring? Yeah, so certainly we have been seeing some improvement since we peaked here in November. Um, We had quite a surge in in November and then have been slowly declining, although we saw some increase again after Thanksgiving. And right now we're seeing again some increase following uh, Christmas and the end of the year holidays. But by and large, while a lot of the country is still very much increasing, um, we have been on the improving side, both in Illinois and here in Chicago. Uh, And so we're feeling hopeful really heading into the new year that that will continue. What kind of effect do you expect that the holidays and and New Year's will have on the the city's COVID-19 metrics? Yeah, so to give you a sense, like if we look at our percent positivity, for example, um, we had peaked in November up at around a 16% positivity across the whole city. We'd gotten that down to just over 8% last week. And then post-Christmas, as of today, we were back up to 9.9%. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that rise a little bit more, particularly with testing down, and then hopefully stabilize back out. Uh, We're still seeing positivity two to three times what we want to and case numbers two to three times what we want to. uh, But we've definitely been heading the right way. Our hospital numbers are coming down. Our deaths are coming down. Um, And I'm I'm glad to be through the holidays. I hope that people, uh, for the most part, really did the right thing, didn't do too much gathering, and that we will be able to really start thinking about being able to um, do some reopening uh, here in the new year as opposed to dialing back. Yeah. There's also a new COVID-19 variant that's particularly concerning. The strain, it was first uh, detected in the UK in September. It's now been identified in at least three states and 33 countries. What do we know about this new variant, doctor? And could it potentially make its way here to Chicago? Certainly, you know, there have been a number of COVID variants identified already. I think most importantly at this point, this variant looks like the vaccine should still be effective against it, which is probably the most, the number one question that we have. It also does not look like it makes people any sicker, makes them more likely to be hospitalized or die. What has been concerning about it is that the modeling suggests that if people are infected with this particular variant, they may be more infectious, meaning more able to spread it. And so the concern has been that in the UK, where they've had a lot of people infected with this variant, it's driven a significant surge in cases, which in turn can lead to hospitalization and deaths. So we certainly, you know, have been on the lookout um, all over, not just the country, but the world, whenever a COVID virus 
has its DNA or its RNA fingerprint checked, it's uploaded into a big database that's true here in Chicago, just as it is around the world. And we do have some academic partners who have been doing some of that genetic sequencing and um, not identified it at this point, but it's possible, certainly, that it, it could be here. The big thing to remember, though, is that the same way you would protect yourself against any other variant of COVID should work here, too. Keep wearing that mask, keeping the six-foot distance. So it's nothing we need to change our behavior about. It's just another uh, reminder that we need to stay vigilant, um, Mm -hmm. even as we're starting to move into vaccine. Now, I'm hearing that this COVID-19 variant is more infectious in kids. If, If that's the case, doctor, could this change the city's reopening plans for CPS? It's a theory that it may be more infectious in kids. You have to remember all of this has just been done in modeling at this point. Um, And there are some animal studies going on that are actually looking to see how much of this is sort of based in biology versus just what they're seeing, you know, in terms of the actual pattern of spread in the UK. What we have seen here in Chicago, around the country, around the world, um, is that schools have not driven COVID outbreaks uh, or community spread like, honestly, we thought that they would be likely to, um, you know, when we were looking at this six months ago. And so the plans here, just as we've had our, our private and our parochial schools open really with very good success from a COVID standpoint um, throughout this fall, is to be able to bring uh, Chicago public schools back as well um, with all of the safety precautions in place that have shown us um, that it's, it, it's not more likely for, for, for kids or staff um, to be infected with COVID as long as the right precautions are in place. Uh, Now, doctor, let's talk about the vaccine, because vaccinations here in Chicago and Illinois started about three weeks ago with a phased Mm -hmm. rollout. At this point, who's been vaccinated and who's next in line? So we started here, as around the country, uh, with healthcare workers. First, with our hospital-based healthcare workers. And the thing people need to realize is that we don't stop at any phase. So we will continue to add groups into the phases while continuing if we're not if we're not finished with that prior group. So we started with healthcare workers, and actually tomorrow will be our first second dose of the Pfizer vaccine uh, here in Chicago for those very earliest hospital-based healthcare workers. First couple weeks were really primarily focused on hospital. Uh, and then last week was a big week for us because we expanded out beginning with some outpatient healthcare workers, as well as importantly, our long-term care facilities, skilled nursing facilities, assisted living, where we've seen such big outbreaks. So we are continuing with those groups um, here in 1A, also looking towards some of the other congregate settings, whether that's behavioral health, uh, developmentally disabled, other places where people are you know, needing a lot of assistance um, and where we've seen a lot of spread. And we'll be really uh, primarily focused on these healthcare workers still here in 1A. And then likely next month is when we'll move to 1B. That's when we'll be focused on older Chicagoans, um, as well as some of the frontline essential workers, where again, we've seen a lot of outbreaks and want to really make sure we can get a lot of vaccine available in employment settings. Now, Chicago has administered 95% of the COVID-19 vaccine doses the city has received from the federal government. But Mayor Lori Lightfoot says it would take 71 weeks about one and a half years, to fully vaccinate the entire city. Can you explain that? So uh, we've distributed uh, more than 95% of the vaccine. Um, We're still looking, like, for example, the long-term care facilities, they've not all been administered at this point, but they've been distributed and are, you know, being planned for administration. The concern is that with the number of doses that we're receiving, last week we received 37,000 approximately first doses. If you take 2.7 million people in Chicago, even if all 37,000 of those doses were going into Chicago residents, which we know they're not, about 42% of the doses were 
we're giving here in Chicago are actually going to non-Chicago residents. If you divide that, 37,000, it would take the 71 weeks uh, to get through Chicago's 2.7 million people. Um, this week, we actually received even a little less, a little more than 32,000 first doses, which would actually take us about 82 weeks. So it's not that Chicago is getting singled out in any way. It's that production has just been slower at the national level for both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine, I think, than people were anticipating. And so we're really working here to make sure that we are distributing this just as quickly as we can um, and making plans uh, ahead of time so that as soon as vaccine gets here, we're able to get it out the door um, and get it into the arms of people, which, of course, is our primary goal. So we're really hoping that this vaccine production will ramp up um, mm-hmm. just over the next few weeks because we're ready and needing more vaccine. Well, briefly on that same note, doctor, an NBC News analysis found that it would take almost 10 years to vaccinate enough Americans to get the pandemic under control. Any truth to that? That seems like a a pretty long estimate to me, um, just based on what the numbers like we're seeing here. I'm not sure if maybe they were looking at places that have had lower uptake. I am still feeling very optimistic that 2021 is going to be the year uh, where we get vaccine available to, you know, all Chicagoans, all Americans who want it. But it is going to take some real increase in terms of vaccine production. I think we probably will see some other vaccines um, become available down the line here in 2021. And I think we'll see some increased production of the vaccine that we already have. So I'm still feeling optimistic about about 2021 and this being the year um, that we do put COVID behind us as a society. But it has just been a little bit of a slower start, particularly on the the production side, unfortunately, than folks had anticipated. Dr. Uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker has placed Illinois under Tier 3 mitigation since late uh, late November. This means no indoor dining, capacity restrictions at retail stores, and limitations on, on gatherings. How long do you think that these measures will stay in place? A lot of this depends on how our post-holiday surge goes. I do, like I said, we are already starting to see some increase in both our cases and our positivity, not unexpected uh, with changes both in gathering and in testing related to the holidays. I guess it will take us another week or so to really see where that stabilizes. But then if we continue back on the downward trajectory that we had been on, um, I am definitely feeling hopeful that perhaps in the next few weeks we may be able uh, to start moving out from some of those mitigations. Um, Certainly, you know, we're looking at that percent positivity would be one example. Um, The state had set wanting to get under about a 6.5 percent positivity to be able Mm -hmm. to come out from some of those tier threes. We're getting close, given that we were at 16 percent, you know, just a month ago. The fact that we're now under 10 is progress. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm feeling relatively hopeful about that. Certainly, we want to work to get these businesses open um, as soon as we can safely do that. And we are doing better than much of the country in that regard at this point. So again, I'm feeling optimistic about that right now with the way things are heading. But ask people, please, you know, not to let up. Um, We still do have a lot of COVID here in Chicago and everything that that anyone can do to help limit that risk of spreading COVID takes us one step closer to being able to get some of these businesses going again, which we just, for everybody's sake, really want to make happen um, as soon as we can do it in a way that's safe. Well, how hopeful are you feeling, doctor? Because Dr. Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, says the country could return to normal by the fall. What do you say? 
I think that's possible. It's hard to have a crystal ball for all of these things, but I, <laughs> right. I, I think I think that we're on track. My guess would be that by the summer, we probably will have widespread vaccination available. We definitely could be, you know, starting to put this very much behind us. Um, yeah. And I do remain very optimistic that by the end of the year, uh, we'll be in a really different place. A lot of this, though, just be sort of summer, fall, winter uh, depends so much on uh, vaccine production and rollout. Looking ahead here, and before I let you go, talk about the key challenges, doctor, that lie ahead in 2021. You know, COVID has really highlighted um, a lot of the inequities that existed in this city prior uh, to COVID, but this has shown a light onto them. And I fully anticipate that we are going to see similar issues as we're thinking about not just the neighborhoods where COVID is hit hardest, uh, but we think about things like vaccine uptake. We're thinking a lot about equity in our planning, really doing everything we can to lower the barriers to vaccination uh, in some of our hardest hit communities. But it's going to be a lot of work work uh, to make sure that people feel comfortable um, in taking the vaccine, have their questions answered, and that then we're doing all of the uh, really, really tricky operational work um, to really make people uh, have access to this vaccine because it is how we're going to get past it. So I think it's been a year for learning that, you know, it's possible to politicize things like mask wearing. We don't want to see that happen with vaccines, certainly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm hoping that as a city and as a country, we can really come together and uh, work to really, you know, have good uptake of this vaccine across the whole country um, and in a way that's equitable so that we can we can move past this together. I feel good about it. Yeah, good. That's Dr. Allison Arwady, Commissioner of the Chicago Department of Public Health. Dr. Arwady, thanks so much for taking the time today. Yeah, thank you. That's today's Reset. For the most accurate and up-to-date info and answers around the pandemic, tune to WBEZ at 91.5 FM or go to WBEZ.org. And make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. We roll out the best Q&A around the pandemic every weekend with Dr. Mia Teramina. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.